welcome to Cosmic CEO. I'm your host, Kinsey Madsen, and in this podcast, we're going to talk about everything from marketing to branding to mindset. I am so glad you found your way here. Now, let's get into some juicy content. If there's one thing about me, it's I have to do the thing when I have the energy to do the thing. So I am doing a little 30 goals for my 30th year podcast episode. It's cheesy, okay? But I'm allowed to do all the cheesy things that I want to always, but also especially my 30th birthday. Lexi joked that like the way to get me to do anything this month is to say you only turn 30 once. And it's so true. Literally anything she's wanted me to do when she says you only turn 30 once, I'm like, yep, you're so right. (laughs) So I only turn 30 once. I can only do 30 goals for my 30th year once. There's a slight chance my dogs might bark in the background because I'm actually not recording this from my car as per usual. I'm in my office because I just wrote this list as I was sitting here working. There's also a slight chance that Cammie might come in with food because she just went to pick us up Jimmy John's. And so I'm just putting a little preface there in case any of that happens. Don't be shocked. I'll probably have Morgan edit it out anyways, but I just wanted to get the ball rolling and get talking about this while I'm thinking about it and while I'm really really excited about it. I don't know. I know it's kind of like cliche to say that like something feels like it's going to change everything, but there's the energy like around my 30th year. I don't know if it's just because I know about like a Saturn return and I know I've already moved out of that and it feels like things have really shifted in the past few months. But I've never been more excited to be 30 and it just feels good and it feels like a relief and it doesn't even feel like I'm expecting anything huge to change. For some reason it just feels like a uh, an exhale. <laughs> And maybe it's because all my life I like expected there to be this like big, this big feeling around turning 30 and nothing feels different. Literally nothing feels different in like the actual three dimensional form of it. But at the same time, I already feel like more confident and just excited about life than I have in a really long time. And I say that in a way where it's, it's also kind of like, I've had also hard times over the past month and even today like I was like a little bit grumpy today it's like a very overcast day which I love I love the vibes of it and I love full vibes and also it definitely makes me more low energy (laughs) so it's like I I feel like I'm excited for things in the way that I'm not pressuring them to be anything big and I actually I was going to do a 30 things I've learned in my 30 years and I was just like I don't really want to do that like I don't want to talk about that it didn't sound fun to me and at the same time I've been really intentional to not like over promise things it's actually interesting one of my 30 goals is is around that like not over promising but I feel like these things that I'm setting the goals for they're actually the way that I don't normally set goals I normally try to set goals in a way that I can feel the success of like checking them off and having like a quantifiable number that's gonna um that I will be able to tell that I've gotten the goal done but I feel like I'm moving away from that and I I just kind of want to set more overarching intentions because I definitely notice I feel like for me those work better and they give me room to play with and they always surprise me how they come through so anyways here's my list of 30 goals for my 30th year I had the best birthday ever it literally was like two weeks of celebrating I made a little blog post talking about 
everything that I did, it was, it was a crazy couple of weeks. I'm so glad to be home now and just like fully be able to come back into my routines and kind of create routines from this new place of, I think possibility, that's what it feels like. That's what I'm feeling the most of right now is just possibility. And it feels like there's a lot of work to get to where I want to go. And I'm feeling especially inspired in the way of I went in toward the Disney studios and it just, it re-inspired my creativity and my love of like a big company culture. And I think I go really back and forth on like capitalism and just how I feel about all of that. And it was, it was really interesting. I talk about this a teensy bit on my blog, but it was interesting because I fully support the writers and actors strike. And like it, there wasn't that many people there because a lot of the people are on strike right now, which I think is so fucking badass and so cool. And at the same time, like I, I love corporate culture and they, they don't have to be contrasting each other because the reason I say that is because part of me is like, it's this is just a whole conversation we can get into if I even believe in capitalism and whatever but I think going to Disney Studios reminded me of the magic that can be created if you all have a common goal that you're working towards so it reignited like my excitement in that way um and I think I'm just staying open to I'm staying open to the possibilities this year and realizing that it might take a lot of work to get to where I want to go and that's okay and I'm ready to do it. So I just will start through with my list. I'm going to read them through and share some thoughts. I hope, I I don't know, I hope this is interesting to you in some way or maybe, 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 maybe. (laughs) I'm glitching out. I'm glitching out already. Um, And maybe it will inspire you to adopt some of these goals of your own and I kind of like I feel like a lot of these are juxtapositions like I say one thing and then the next one is like the exact opposite but I feel like I'm kind of surrendering that this year I'm surrendering to that this year I always am the type of person who wants to know exactly how I feel and exactly what I think about something and I think that pressure makes it harder to decide how I feel and so I would love to have some more certainty around my beliefs this year I don't I don't know if that's gonna happen but I'm being okay with like it being okay for there to be both for both opinions to exist inside of me so I will just get into it so my first goal is to always say no when I want to now I am a splenic authority in human design and the way I experience that is so your authority in human design is how you make decisions if you are not familiar with the language how I experience the splenic authority is for me a lot of times It feels just kind of like a duh energy and not in a loud way. It's just like this is the decision or this isn't the decision or I do want to do this or I don't want to do this. I it's and it doesn't it's not loud at all. It's and it's sometimes that makes making decisions a little bit hard for me. But most of the time when it's a yes or a no, I can feel it. And a lot of times the no's, the only reason I say yes to them is because I feel like I have to or I should or it makes me a good friend or a good daughter or whatever, whatever the thing is. Um, a good CEO, like there's so many different things that can come up with that. that. So really focusing on saying no when I want to say no. Number two is always saying yes when I want to say yes. Because on the other side of things, 
having been a person who says yes to a lot of things I want to say no to, it also sometimes makes me afraid to like fully commit to something that I want to say yes to because then I've felt this energy that comes after where I regret saying yes. And so then I have a hard time saying yes to anything. And so it's really just learning to trust those instinctuals like yes and no's and then trusting them even after I've made a decision because the way that that I experience decision making is sometimes I'll make the decision and I know it's the right decision when I'm making it. But then after I've made the decision, I start doubting myself. I start questioning. I start being like, was that really the right decision? And especially with a splenic authority, but I think with any sort of human design authority, the moment you start questioning it after you've made the decision, the decision is made. Like the decision is done. And so then my opinion on it is, Write out the decision. Own your decision. You can change your mind however many times you want to, but you can also waste a ton of energy changing your mind. And so I'm kind of like wanting to own this this energy of just like fully committing to whatever decision I make. So whether that's a yes or a no, I'm going to be doing both of that. Number three is learning how to communicate my emotions better. Um, I really have a hard time saying how I feel and I think even understanding how I feel sometimes um I'm really quick just to say that I'm like anxious or depressed or whatever and like I have these words that I use that are kind of a catch-all and I really want to get better at identifying my emotions and not being afraid to like share them with my friends or talk about them with my friends it's one of those things where I'm like such a shy crier I I cry a lot at happy stuff and I don't get shy to do that but like crying like because I'm sad or frustrated or whatever it makes me so embarrassed (laughs) so I'm working on doing that more just learning to communicate the my emotions better and then number four is I want to learn how to respond when other people communicate their emotions to me I am a fixer and so especially with people in my life I mean this is what clients pay me to do they pay me to help them fix their problems right so it can sometimes be hard in my day-to-day life to have a friend or family member communicate their emotions to me or whatever they're going with and to not immediately try to fix it and I think that can be a really annoying thing (laughs) it's a friend if um I mean I know with like me when I'm communicating my emotions I most of the time I don't want uh um I don't want a solution like I just want to be able to vent especially with like friends so I I'm going to learn how to respond when other people are communicating their more vulnerable things to me and learn how to it's kind of like a cheesy word but like hold space getting better at holding space for others um number five we're we're taking a lot of time with this list (laughs) maybe I can't be explaining every single one but I'm going to keep I'm going to keep explaining because it'll be fun to listen to on my 31st birthday. I want to learn how to have fun in a scrappy way. Um, Such a big part of who I am is like I love being resourceful and figuring things out and having to like fit the pieces together of a tight budget or whatever. And I've lost kind of that. And sometimes I think I I create situations that are a little stressful financially because I like having to figure out the pieces of the puzzle. And I I want to learn how to do that in a, a smaller scale so that I stop, um, I don't like the word self-sabotage, but so that I start, stop creating these stressful financial situations so that 
because I'm using that energy in a different way. Like I want to learn how to travel on a budget. And that sounds so weird. I know coming from me because I also love luxury travel. Um, but I think there's something fun of being like, we got these tickets for super cheap. We're staying in this super cute place. And to show yourself that you can have fun in like a really cheap way feels so, that feels really expansive to me. Like that feels totally expansive and abundant, honestly. So I want to learn how to have fun in a scrappy way. And I feel like it just takes a lot of, because fun is so important to me, when I experience something that was really inexpensive, but so fun, it feels like the biggest load of release, load of release, (laughs) sounds like gross, the biggest um, relief being like, oh, okay, I don't, I don't have to keep making this amount of money to have fun. I can have fun and it can be $0 and it can still be just as fun as a $5,000 night at a hotel or whatever. So number five, learn how to have fun in a scrappy way. But then number six is learn how to have fun in a super abundant way. And I think there's part of me still that feels guilty for spending money on certain things. There are certain things that I have zero guilt spending money on, but there are certain things that bring me a ton of joy that I still feel a little bit guilty spending money on. And so I think just kind of removing any stories from however I'm spending money, whether that's in a scrappy way or an abundant way, just learning how to have fun with the way I'm spending money in both sides of the coin. Number seven is to get better at doing hard things. And this kind of goes same with number eight, stop running from hard things. I have really intentionally created a life where I have a ton of ease and I have a ton of freedom and I love it and I'm so thankful for it. I think sometimes my brain gets bored um, and I think I've lost some of my confidence in being able to do hard things. (laughs) And so when I, there's something hard in my life, I run. I'm super avoidant. Like I'm very avoidant in my attachment style. And so I just run because I've forgotten that I'm actually good at doing those hard things. And so I want to show myself and I don't want to like, I say that with a big asterisk because I don't want to manifest super hard things this year, but I just want to be able to do those hard things when they come up and be able to do them confidently and know that if something hard comes up, I don't have to panic and like go back into avoidance it's just knowing I can do it and handling it in that moment that feels like such good energy to me now the next one is number nine letting things be easy when they are easy so not trying to make an easy thing be harder than it needs to be I feel like that's pretty self-explanatory and then the next one is letting things be hard when when they are hard and I sometimes think I gaslight myself (laughs) into being like this isn't that hard like why is it taking you so long why is it da 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 and sometimes that works and sometimes it just leaves me feeling like shit because I'm like well I have all these easy things on my to-do list that I can't even do and it like works almost the opposite way and so if something feels hard I'm gonna let it be hard and more embrace like um kind of like a braveness around it and it's like a little kid where it's like I I feel like both ways can work. You can be like, oh, it's not scary. Don't worry at all. Like, no worries. And that can sometimes work. But then sometimes you have to be like, oh my God, like if there is, like you are so brave going and sleeping in your room. Like you got this. Like if anything happens, you got this. And like both sides of it will work. So I think just maybe tapping into my intuition, seeing, seeing if it feels easy and if it doesn't feel easy, letting it be hard. Um, okay, number 11, jump before I'm ready. 
which also goes with number 12, always be ready. So I want to, I think it just comes back to this confidence in myself of like feeling like I'm always ready for whatever challenge is coming up or whatever next level is coming up. But jumping before I have the facts of like, this is 100% going to work or this is 100% guaranteed. I feel like I've just been watching so many movies lately where the probability of it happening is not high. And like if all of those people had not had not gone for it anyway, like they're, they wouldn't have achieved what they were trying to achieve. And so jumping before I'm ready. And I also want to add, I'm going to add this to list. just jumping before I'm ready and jumping before it's guaranteed. Um, because I think I've gotten a little lazy. This isn't like talking shit on myself. This is just being honest. This is me communicating my emotions. Um, I think I've gotten a little lazy by only chasing the things that are guaranteed. And I don't know if it's lazy. I think I've gotten safe. I've gotten safe with my business of doing the things that are only guaranteed. Um, and I think it's because I've been a little bit tired and exhausted. And I think it's making me more tired and exhausted to keep chasing those guarantees. So jumping before I'm ready, but always being ready to jump. Waking up in the morning, taking care of my energy in a way that if there's an opportunity, I'm ready to fucking chase it instead of waking up and being exhausted. Um, number 13 is stop expecting the expected. And I don't even want to say expect the unexpected because I feel like that puts a that puts a pressure on it. I just think a lot of times I am so ready to be right. Like I want to be right so badly that I keep manifesting more of the same. Cause I'm like, I know what's gonna happen. It's happened this way every single time. Just trust me. And it's like, okay, cool. That's what you're creating. <laughs> so just to stop expecting the expected, I think approaching every situation as if it's my first time ever having the situation happen and being open to other possibilities. Um, number 14 and 15 go together again. So 14 is allow myself to dream bigger and 15 is allow myself to dream smaller. (laughs) So 15 seems kind of dumb, but the allow myself to dream bigger, it kind of goes with those ones ahead or above where it's just like allowing myself to, Instead of thinking of like, okay, I want to have this really good launch. It's being like, okay, what's bigger than that? What's the bigger picture? What's the bigger vision here? And then allow myself to dream smaller. I also don't want that to be like, okay, I'm dreaming about this great launch. I want it to be even small. Like I want it to be macro versus micro. And by micro, I mean, I want to let myself dream about like going to Starbucks and getting the perfect matcha latte and like dreaming about that and romanticizing that and tasting it and feeling like so excited and it fulfilling my dream and like just kind of romanticizing I guess both sides of things um because I think I exist in the middle area a lot of like dreaming about just these mundane expected things that don't feel really exciting to me anymore because it's I know what to expect. And so I'm kind of dreaming within these realms of what feels possible. Okay, number 16, creating business rules so I can create better business habits. So I'm a big fan actually of structure and of routine and it helps everything feel easier for me. And so 
I feel like I have quite a few with my business, but I'm wanting to create even more, um, especially around like launching and the way I'm showing up in a lot of different platforms. I've ended up going wide. I for the longest time I was I was team go deep, go deep with Instagram, go all in. And I think that's really important in the beginning. But now I'm at this part of my business where Instagram is my home and I've built such a strong community that now I can go wide and everybody will go where I where I am right? So it's like if I tell a follower, dream customer, hey, I posted this thing over on threads or I posted this thing on TikTok or whatever. Those people are following me there. The people who are really excited about what I'm doing. And so as I've been going wide, I feel like I've gotten kind of sloppy in the way, (laughs) again, I'm not talking shit on myself. This is just how I, I'm very analytical. I'm very, um, self-aware and so (laughs) I know it sounds like I'm talking a lot of shit I know that I'm doing great and everything's working out but I'm just thinking about how I can take it to the next level so I think I've gotten a little bit sloppy and that takes more energy from me it like having to think about well where am I going to show up here what am I going to do here so I just want to create a system again so everything feels nice and um kind of like almost automated just in the action that I take Um, And then the next one, number 17, is breaking those business rules so I can feel liberated when I need to. (laughs) So when I have no rules in my business or no commitments and I'm feeling really free, sometimes I end up feeling caged in (laughs) because I haven't been able to feel that feeling of breaking a rule or canceling a commitment or whatever. So it's so silly. It's like, I don't really like the feeling of being free. I like the feeling of rebelling. (laughs) So having these business rules is going to give me something to break so I can feel liberated when I need to. Next one, number 18, is making taxes feel sexy. This is going to be a challenge. And I don't, it's, everyone tells me, like, I have an accountant who's awesome, um, but I I want to understand them and I want to feel less scared of them and I want to feel empowered by them and like empowered about how I can save money on taxes and whatever. And the way I have to do this is learning by trial and error and God knows I've made a lot of errors <laughs> as far as taxes go. But I just want to feel, I want it to feel not so scary and I want it to feel like something that doesn't just happen once a year. It's like something I'm dealing with all the time. So it's not this big, scary beast. Um, Another thing is making texting back feel, making texting back quickly feel sexy. So I'm the type of person that I'll text back. I don't text back very well unless you're paying me. <laughs> I I text my clients well, but like much better than I would even text my friends because it's like that they're paying me. Um, Everybody else, it's kind of hard for me to respond to, but I want it to feel easy and sexy and fun to just text people back when they text me and not, I know there's a lot of talk of like, oh, it's crazy that everybody thinks they have access to you every single minute, which is true. But I also think it's not that big of a deal to just text somebody back in the moment. And so I'm trying to bring back that energy to my life to when it like felt fun for someone to text you, you know, um, next one is making money feel sexy. I kind of like how I was talking about before with like capitalism and everything going on right now in the economy. Um, I just have really been like coming back down to my root money beliefs and, Money is so important in our economy. Like it is power. It is power and it is privilege and it is 
um, it's freedom. Like there's so much that money actually gives us. And I, I really want to come back home, I think, to my love of money and my neutralization of money. But I actually don't even think it's neutral. Like, I feel like I've been feeling neutral about money and I want to go back to it feeling fun and it feeling sexy and it feel re- feeling really, really exciting. I'm actually going to reread the book, um, Love Money, Money Loves You. It's one of my favorite. I've read it probably five times this year. I listen to it. I need to, like, actually buy a copy so I can highlight it and stuff. Um, but that's when I want money to feel just really, like, sexy and fun again. It feels that already, but I feel like I I went from... I neutralized it so that I could get to a space that it didn't feel as pointy or like as heavy. And now I'm like, okay, I want to turn back the volume on it feeling really, really fun. Um, 21 is less self-help books. So if you are a clinically self-aware overthinker, (laughs) hi, me too, Self-help books can make you feel like you're not doing enough. And that's not to say they don't have their purpose. But if you are somebody who is constantly wondering what you're doing wrong, like like if your biggest question in your business is, what am I doing wrong right now? Why isn't this working? You don't need to read another self-help book, <laughs> actually. <laughs> Unless it's a self-help book about how you're doing everything right. For me, I have such a hyperactive mind that's always thinking of things, always looking for problems. And so I actually have like a direct correlation with my biggest months in my business are the times that I was reading a lot of novels and reading a lot of fiction books. And so I'm going to try to 21 do less self-help books and 22 read more fiction books, Um, specifically like fantasy and sci-fi that just like really itches and mystery it itches as itch in my brain that nothing else does so reading more fiction books um 23 more binge watching tv shows with my friends um I'm not a super big I don't like really watch tv I mean I watch a lot of youtube but I don't watch a lot of tv I'd rather go out to the movies but when we were in the hotel for my trip this this weekend, we started watching How to Build a Sex Room. I've already seen it, but I had told my friends about it. And it was so fun because like at the end of each night, we just turned it on and it reminded me of how much like how social watching a TV show with your friends can be. It's just like a different energy that feels really fun to me. So I want to do more. I'm really excited for some of the TV shows coming out soon. Loki season two. I'm like, literally foaming at the mouth mouth excited for um and I know I said more binge watching tv shows with friends but like I know Loki I think releases an episode a week so it's like having a weekly night that we watch it feels really really fun um number 24 more craft nights with my friends um I did this quite a bit at the beginning of this year and it was so fun and I've just fallen out of it so I want to do more of that 25 compartmentalizing my business so it doesn't feel like my entire life and I think that's going to happen a little bit with more business rules and more business routines um I feel like I come back and forth and I love working at night sometimes but I think there's something to having work hours and I actually think there's something to nine to five I don't know what it is but Part of me is like, would it be a thing if it didn't kind of work? (laughs) And there's so many, you could come at me with like so many examples of like why they actually do that. And it, I don't know. I don't want to talk about that. (laughs) We're not talking about philosophy right now. Um, 
but I, I think of like when I had a business or I mean, when I had a job and I would come home and not have to think about that job from 5 p.m. to the next morning when I clocked in. And like, I want my business to feel like that. So compartmentalizing it in a way um, that I get to show up and be all in when I'm doing it. But then I get to check out when I'm not doing it, which is easier said than done. I know I'm always going to be excited about it, but I think that will help some things. Um, 26, falling deeper in love with myself and my life. I think that's just like that romanticizing energy. Um, and just like feeling like I'm doing enough and I've done enough and I've created enough and feeling like really proud of myself. 27 is fully understanding. I have the power to create anything and everything I want. Um, so a lot of times I feel like I have to choose. (laughs) That's something that comes up a lot for me. And this is something that my best friend Lex always reminds me of. Um, cause I'll be like, well, I'm going to do this instead of this. And she's always like, why not both? And like, it's so true. So just remembering that both energy that, that I can have both that I can create both. Um, 28 is connecting daily with the version of me who already knows what to do. So I've, I've really play around with like, do I believe in angels? Do I believe in guides? Do I believe in God? Do I believe in universe? Do I believe in something like I just always am like thinking about my beliefs but one thing that I know for sure that is the most powerful belief you can have is a belief in yourself and a belief in the version of you who's already done what you want to do and when I come home to that I'm like that's the only belief I need (laughs) and so really recommitting to that every single day Number 29 is under committing and over delivering. So I want to do this even like with the way that I show up and sell. Sorry if you can hear those sounds in the background. I think Cammie's coming in. Um, But really, even with the way that I sell, I'm really good at selling. I'm also really good at delivering, but I want it to be shocking how much value people get from working with me, from taking my programs. I want it to be shocking. Um, I want it to be shocking how much I show up for my people in my life. And I think sometimes I can overpromise because it sounds fun to me in the moment or I feel like I should say yes, but I really want to focus on it sounds jacked up to say setting the bar low, but it's just like not committing to something unless I'm a hundred percent. Yes. And even then giving a 75% so that I can like shock them with a 25%. If that makes sense. And then the last one, number 30 is I really want to focus on slowing down time. I, I don't know if I talked about this in a previous podcast episode, but one of the biggest things that led me to quitting, quitting my job excuse me, a little burp. Um, one of the biggest things that led me to quitting my job besides like always knowing I wanted to be an entrepreneur was the fact that my days just blended together. And it was just like one day after another, the same old, same old. And one of the ways I'm really trying to do this is I want to journal more because I think documenting what's going on in my life, um, really helps the time to feel like it slows down. It really helps me to make every single day feel like a day. Um, so I think that's one of the really big things that I'm doing. I'm also trying to take more pictures on my camera. I bought like a digital camera. Um, I don't remember what it was called. Sony something. It's like around $800. Look it up and find the Sony that's around $800. That's all I have for you. Um, but like taking pictures in that way where I'm like documenting and really creating like memory. Uh, let's see, what's the word I want to use? documenting the memories because it like bums me out when I think back a year 
in the past or whatever. Like, I can't remember things. And I know that's probably, like, a bigger problem. <laughs> but, like, I, I don't have the best memory. But sometimes just looking at a picture or reading a sentence can help, like, bring me right back to that moment. Which I think expands time. I think it makes time feel not real. I mean, you can feel that when you're, like, looking at a pictures from an old birthday party. You can literally feel the energy of that party. And so I think as I'm playing with this energy of, like, tapping into the future me who's already done what I want to do, I also want to be consciously documenting what's going on right now and not feel like I'm losing this grip on, like, um, time passing. I want to feel like I'm expanding it and appreciating every single moment. So that's it. I almost did it. I almost made it under 30 minutes. That would have been iconic if I ended like right at 30 minutes. But that's what I have planned for the next year. And honestly, I don't have much planned as far as like, I mean, I have a couple trips coming up and whatever. But as far as like, this is what my business is doing, or this is what this is doing. I actually feel a little bit unknown. Like I'm not exactly sure what that looks like. And I'm trying to surrender to that. Um, but I really know that like the commitment to these things is what's important to me and how I'm looking to grow and expand in like a mindset way and just in a reality creation way. And so I'm really excited to see what this looks like and to see how, how all of this works together, because I know I said 30 things, but they, they all feel like kind of super similar, um, when I like look at it and read through it and talk through it as a whole. So I'm excited for the next year. I hope some of those at least made you think maybe of something you want to try or maybe all of them made you realize you want to do none of those, (laughs) which is still super helpful. It can help us to know what we don't want to do. It helps us have clarity on what we do want to do. So I love you. Thank you for being here. Um, I'm just, I'm, I'm thankful that I have a place that I can just run my mouth and people listen. Like if I've, I've been doing the whole like 13 going on 30 promotion for my birthday sale. So I've been thinking a lot about like a 13 year old version of me. And if she knew that like she could show up and like just talk about stuff and there was people who would want to listen, that was my biggest thing that I feel like as a kid, I felt like is I, I wasn't seen, I wasn't heard specifically um and so if I knew that there was literally people who like listen to me talk about shit sometimes shit that has nothing to do with anything my life would be complete I would be shocked excited um I would be trying to speed up time to get to this reality because I would just be so happy so I'm so grateful for you and I will talk to you next week bye (laughs) 